Hey everybody, Nico here from the GeekCast Live Podcast. Pour yourself a triple Jameson and Ginger, whip it out, and have yourself some GeekCast Live. It's a trap! Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. The man, the man from Chickenfoot, Kentucky. <laughs> it's episode 317 of the GeekCast Live podcast. I am your host, GCR, and with me, as always, Own Giorno. Not Cartoon Joe! And not Cartoon Joe. He won't make us say his name this week. I don't know. He's I not here. Did. He's not here. He is, uh, I believe he's a man I about town. I him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, he's on Riff Raff. Did you say he was missionary on Missionary Octa? He's on tonight. He's on Prima it's what Prima Octa tonight. <laughs> it's, it's, I said he's a man about town, but yes, he's. Uh, it's Prima Octa night. Oh, right. It's not. On the north side of, the, of Chicago, uh, instead of Purge night, they have Prima Octa night, which right. is weird. I believe it's yeah. really, I think it started in Wilmette. Did it start in Wilmette? Really? I think so, yeah. What's oh. gross is they do it once a year, so they have to. Get get it all in just one night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is a, that is, is gross. gross. It is gross. <laughs> really, little known out. facts. Ugh, you know where that's. Week. You know where that. You know where they really embrace that outside of Chicagoland. Mm, Utah. Next. No, I don't. Well, maybe. <laughs> I'm, according to the wiki, in it's in White Satin, Pennsylvania, is where. <laughs> That that is, they call themselves the Prima Nocta capital of the United States, which I don't know why you would. <laughs> why? I mean, them. like, hey, hold on to something, right? Yeah, I mean, I guess let your Since flag fly. Seventeen forty three. Yeah, white satin PA. <laughs> Strong since seventeen forty three. Having sex with your wife before you do since seventeen forty three. Sense of the flesh since seventeen forty three. Uh, vagina free since nineteen eighty three. <laughs> Ryan Elliott, vote for me. <laughs> you you rhymed that uh, triple. Oh man, I. I had we had a show planned for you guys if, tonight, and we did. We actually, lost Cartoon Joe mm-hmm. to, Cartoon to Joe the fire tragically. Yeah, to, and then, uh, and then our guest, uh, who we talked about last week, HB Quaid, uh, writer of Castle Dreams, uh, was supposed to come we're up. But really excited at, to have him or her join us. He's, he's coming up against the deadline. Or her. Mm-hmm. Coming up against they, the deadline. They, so he would like to. Yes. Uh, he'd like to take the week to make sure they. he hits the deadlines for Castle Dreams. So. Oh, sorry. They. Being awfully presumptive. I am being them. presumptive. I don't know what HB stands for. What a caveman. Hullabaloo. It's weird you said what I, I hope that it's I hope I that hope it's hullabaloo. The, I, I hope he's Hullabaloo Quaid. It's his full name. <laughs> he goes by HB. <laughs> oh my god. <Is> that <laughs> Remember when we used to have that shitty old NASCAR game on PlayStation and we came up with all the weird drivers like uh. Dimitri Rafouche? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like one of the best games ever. <laughs> oh man! So this was, old na- it was EA Sports like NASCAR '98, and it had like, what, what system was that for? PlayStation. PlayStation. Okay, yeah. yeah. Go, it go had on. a whole. It had like a whole character creation thing where you'd create your car and you'd get to yeah. like paint it and, and put decals on it and pick like one of their fake sponsors, like <laughs> like like Night like Octane or some shit. And then okay. you got to name your driver, and we had fucking uh, Dimitri Dimitri uh, Stubin Prisbilski was one of them. <laughs> That's Jukes. What didn't your yes. dad have? Like Liam Smallboy or something? Liam or am Smallwinkle? I, am I confusing this with fake? Uh, Bocce ball champion. So no, that's circuit. That's fake bocce ball champion. Liam Smallwinkle. Okay. I hullabaloo Quaid though. Actually a, did. He was in that weird, like 1960s NASCAR where like the Alabama gang and Benny Parsons. Yeah. Hullabaloo Quaid. His that they called him hullabaloo. That wasn't his real name. Oh, I thought his, it was there the other way. Like his real name was Hellabaloo, but the, but his but his they went by like Duke. They called him <laughs> they called him Chad. Chip. 
ship Quaid. Right. He was yeah. hullabaloo ship Quaid. I find that totally plausible, either in, in the movie Days of Thunder or in a real NASCAR race. Either way that plays. What was uh it was what Cole Trickle, Cole and, Ra- Trickle. and Rowdy Burns? <laughs> Rowdy Gaines, I think. I can't remember. Rowdy Gaines. Played by find. our man uh, Michael Rooker. Love from, me some uh, Michael Rooker. That's not I mean Yondu fame. Cruz mm-hmm. put in some decent work for a stretch there before he fucking lost it on the couch. He really, he really did. He was in, uh, I mean, cause that was like, that was days of thunder, risky business, top gun. Um, what's the one where he was a basketball or a football player? Uh, uh all the right moves, and, and all the right moves. Is that the right? Yeah. I, right on that? I think that is the right. I think that is right. Oh, uh, dude. I didn't even mean to do this. But speaking of Days of Thunder, I kind of forgot our boy Randy Quaid was in Days of Thunder in a fucking epic role. He was. Totally, totally six degrees that, not on purpose. He was, and so was... uh, Rowdy Burns, you were right, I was wrong. Rowdy Burns. Rowdy Burns. (laughs) Carrie Elways, who also had a strong tenure He was, wait, hold on. Uh, Russ fucking Wheeler. Driving the, the, like, DuPont car or something. Did you write uh, Carrie Elways played yet another racer? Yeah, he was right. The guy that took Cole's ride while Cole was in rehab. Look at this. After look at this rolled. cast, man. Robert Duvall, Nicole Kidman, uh, Fred Dalton Thompson, my it's, man, John C. Riley. It's it a really, good, it's it, a great it, movie. It is a good movie. It was also like uh, cutting edge at Disney. Did you ever go to the days of thunder ride? I don't get to go on vacation. It was, well, this was, I mean, this was in like 92. Hold on, hold on. I got to stop you. Scroll ahead in the cast list, like Mm -hmm. five clicks past John C. Riley to my man, Chris Ellis. Look at his driver name. Harlem. (laughs) (laughs) I had to figure out how we were going to pronounce that. H-O-O-G-E-R-H-Y-D-E. It's Hoogerhide. So, okay. So at some point, Ridley Scott's brother, Tony, who's directing this thing said, well, I mean, what's his name? And someone said, I don't know. Fucking Harlem Hoogerhide. (laughs) (laughs) And somebody writes it down. Right. (laughs) John C. Riley as Buck Bretherton. That's outstanding. Come on. Buck Bretherton, Russ Wheeler, Rowdy Burns. Look at, I mean. Is John C. Riley the only guy to play a NASCAR driver in two different movies? Oh, man. I dare you to find me another one. This could be the greatest bit of trivia we've ever discussed on this show. Fucking outstanding. This John C. Riley. Deep and quick. Is John C. Now, it, you, you cannot count like Richard Petty as himself. Nope. No cameos. I'm talking about okay. actor playing a NASCAR driver in two different movies. Has an actor played a NASCAR driver in two different, a different NASCAR driver in right. two different Not movies. Not like a sequel. I'm talking about like two totally different Incan- incarnations, incantations. I, one brings forth demons. The other one is <laughs> another one is like a different version. Right. I I always get those fucking energy. Tomato, tomato. Go ahead. I don't. I think you are correct. You get so many. How many NASCAR movies are there? There's Talladega Nights mm-hmm. uh-huh. and, day, and, and Days, of, Days thunder. of Thunder. <laughs> no, and, and then there's and, uh, Ford. Do you, do you, I would say, do you count like four versus Ferrari? It's not. That? It's not NASCAR. It's mm-hmm. Le Mans. It's a whole different thing. Oh, that is yeah. What yeah. do you? Because even that one with uh, uh, not Chris Hardwick, he didn't play Thor. No, the the Chris Hemsworth, the, the Hemsworth one. That Did was, anybody see that? I didn't see that. I one. don't think so. I don't it even know its NASCAR name either. It was Formula. That wasn't one. NASCAR. It was Formula One, right? Yeah. I think the answer to that question is John C. Riley. Someday that's going to win us a lot of money. <gasps> right. It'll <laughs> yes. We'll finally be on that fucking. Remember that old show where it was like pop culture trivia where you had like teams of five? We'll be on it'll be for like like for $17 million. It'll probably be Chris Hardwick too, that fucking tchotchke. <laughs> Fuck you, Chris Hardwick. I, oh was, god. Look at this is so beautiful. All right, I was so going two, through the internet. Oh, sorry. Two, two really past John C. Riley for their token like knockoff Formula One racer. Right. 
Look, look at the name. Don Simpson as Aldo Benedetti. Benedetti. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe that's Don Simpson of Simpson Bruckheimer fame in a cameo as the Italian fucking beatnik Mario Andretti. Discount Harlem, Mario Andretti. Harlem Huggerhide. That's fucking choice. Dick. Oh, that's actually the real driver. Dick Trickle or Cole Trickle. Dick Trickle's in? No, he isn't. I was just... I Is he the elder Trickle? Yep. Dick. (laughs) Well, Dick Dick Trickle's a real NASCAR driver. Right. Yeah. Retired, I think. You know what his wife's name was? Mm. Vagina Leaks. (laughs) Boy. I didn't even have time to pivot. I just (laughs) right to it. Nailed it. <laughs> oh man, we have How did we do- get here? I don't we know. haven't I- we haven't done a uh uh pick a movie and go through the IMDb in a long time. This was let's a good do, one to do it. Let's do that again. Can we find what's another one that you think would be a good well, stroll? I say hit the Randy Quaid disco button. Okay. If you I'm want a, to. Uh Randy Quaid. Uh-huh. And how about you want to go Kingpin? Kingpin it is. <laughs> Let's go Kingpin. God, that's so funny. This is a great way to do that. Oh my Just goodness. Just an absolute great way to do that. And this and this is a winner. This is a strong one. Do you know what my favorite line in that movie is? No, I don't. I when he says, that, he says, goodbye, Mr. Munson. <laughs> goodbye, whore. <laughs> 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 it is my all time. I love, I'll say that four times in a work week. <laughs> Hope you don't mind. I got up a little early. I took the liberty of milking your cow for you. <laughs> we don't have, we don't a, have cow. a cow. We have a bull. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> that's it. That's a fantastic cast, too. You got my man. Woody, you got oh Bill Murray, you sexy beast. Yeah, as as if we were doing if I was putting the band back together and instead of the fighting Kevin Costner's, it was the fighting Bill Murray's. And on the back That's of your dodgeball man. jersey, you got to pick the what Bill Murray are you? Is it Ernie McCracken? Uh, yes. No, I'm gonna go I'm Bob Herman Bloom. <laughs> for softball <laughs> yeah if it's a softball mm-hmm. team you'd be Herman Bloom I think I would yeah because everybody's going to want to try and go like Spangler oh not Garfield Garfield's a good one Isn't that's a cat? good one mm-hmm. yeah he was the voice of the cat or you go I think I would Badger from Fantastic Mr. Fox which is a great movie, by the way. A great movie. He played somebody called Happy Shannon in a film called Passion Play. <laughs> so I could go with that too. I always just see if I ever have to check into a hotel. Uh, Dr. Peter Venkman. I'm Happy Shannon. Just so you know, I, I go as Happy Shannon. He has a lot of one named. <laughs> Names like like actor in stripes. He was John. That's John in meatballs. He was tripper in coming attractions. He was lefty. He's got quite the, uh, the the razor's edge. He was Larry Uh, in groundhog day. He had no last name. He was Phil. (laughs) What about Bob? He was Bob. It's kind of, I never realized that he was what if, Harvey what if he does Bosley and Charlie's choice. Angels. The Royal Tenenbaums. He was Raleigh St. Clair, which is that's fucking, a good one for, for softball. A, that is a great softball one. Raleigh really St. Good. Clair. Anyway, we were on Do Randy you, Quaid. Oh yeah. God. There's not really, you know, that's a pretty nice cast, but it's kind of a, everything is really not filled out on the old uh, cast list. No. All right, we can do better then. 
How about? Man, he's uh, got he's got an obscure catalog. Randy Quaid. Yeah. Wasn't isn't he uh, Oscar nominated? I, you told is us he? that. I didn't argue with you. He was in Broke. No, he was best best supporting that. actor in 1974. What was he in in 1974? Uh, Let's see. It was either called the Last Detail. It was a mm-hmm. Jack Nicholson movie where he's in the Navy and he looks it. Yeah. Well, all right. So I, I am, I learned something here. It actually really strikes me. It's a movie I have never seen. Strikes me dumb. It isn't dumb. So I clicked on Brokeback Mountain for Randy Quaid. Mm-hmm. Great cast list. I had not the first foggiest fuck of an idea. That was an Ang Lee product mm-hmm. really i didn't yeah, either nope, not I even guess. i i would have never i don't know i've never seen the movie never looked at i've the, never the seen billing, and i would i just wouldn't have thought that so i've never is it good i've never seen it i've never seen it either i mean it was, that, it was did he do the incredible hulk before yes. or after he did uh, the, that would have been after. randy quaid was in the incredible hulk Oh yeah, yep. for sure. Yeah, he's the the like bad doctor. No, doctor way. bad doctor. Yeah, like MD. the 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 MCU Incredible Hulk. Yeah, or like the yeah the, the Ang Lee Ang Lee's Incredible Hulk. Oh, Ang Lee, not fucking Randy Quaid. No, both. no, Ang Randy Quaid is in Ang Lee's Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> whatever um, I'm, I'm just I go with the IMDB tells me listen that's fine he I, plays I Dr. Bad Dr. MD I can't, I can't I I can't refute anything you're saying so I actually believe I believe you and there we go I'm trying to think I accept this knowledge mm-hmm. it's it's something I have protest <laughs> yes I play this game has been played under protest double twist of Ang Lee what happened there <laughs> how did we get here that's because our guests left us hanging that's why <laughs> and we're we had in, nothing we had the, really we're in the rabbit land. somehow we got to days of thunder and then everything just took flight that so would be your sex energy that would have been that seems a, a, a bit much severe sex and nudity what does that that's, even mean that's the brokeback mountain uh rating is uh, red DEFCON 5 for sex and nudity severe <laughs> <laughs> hmm. scroll down I'm, I'm just reading the fucking thing <laughs> the, 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 uh, the, the alcohol and drug use is mild profanity moderate sex and nudity severe you know what honey put your clothes back on it's your it, the, the nudity is moderate okay <laughs> This is very moderate nudity. Side boob. Side boob only. Tasteful. Side boob. I, is, can you do untasteful side boob? Mm, like yes. what makes side boob untasteful? Like finger tattoos? It's yours. Oh. <laughs> like, per, like actually mine. Not like yes. this. Not yes. your own side boob. No. Like if, I was you, like a, if I was wearing like a big tank top. Yeah. Like you're reaching at the cooler for a cooler's life. <laughs> right. And you see the side of my boob, you'd say, eh, yeah. mm, that's not tasteful. Two hairs and a Hershey kiss. And it's, I'm unhappy. <laughs> oh, mouthful of drink. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's too much. It had to get me with two hairs and a Hershey kiss. <laughs> uh, oh boy, man. I need a vacation now. <sighs> I got I'll tell you what, for just a three man show with no guests and no plan, I've got quite the show title list. So I'm very happy with that. I'm also catching the very end of Tom Hanks's Castaway. Oh, really? That's a movie I forgot existed. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I caught it just as he was deciding to uh, leave the island. Mm. And uh, has he murdered the volleyball yet? Yes, volleyball has been murdered. Mm. Rip. And now he's like at a cocktail party he doesn't want to be at with people he doesn't want to see. Mm. He bangs that broad at the end, right? Who makes like the wind chimes? 
I mean, they fall in love fast and like get married and stuff. Mm. No? Yes. That's my headcanon. My headcanon, this is actually just big. This is the movie Big. Why? I, I don't know. I have nothing to back that up. It's just Jack Twist and Enos Del Mar. Enos Del Mar. Yeah, that's that's why I never watched the movie. <laughs> because their names were nothing to do with any of the like man on manness doesn't bother me. Uh, but I can't I cannot tolerate poor casting times. This was a uh this was a very rare movie in which it won best actor it won best uh writing best adapted screenplay <laughs> also best directing but didn't take home best picture Brokeback Mountain yep it didn't get best director it did I believe that someone gave mm-hmm. Ang Lee an academy award uh yeah apparently for Brokeback Mountain Agree to disagree. So the uh, 2006. Yep. What else is Ang Lee done besides the Hulk? Oh, Crouching Tiger, Head Track, and Life of Pi. Wait, why? Why is it a bad thing that this guy has got an Academy Award? Because he made Ang Lee's Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> you sir made Ant. Yeah, because this was yeah. the year. This was the year that Crash. Took home best picture, which was an absolute joke. Yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, our our man Paul Haggis. No thanks. Yeah, yeah. Brokeback Mountain won won best director, and it won uh, um, best uh, best adapted screenplay, but didn't take home the bi- the the big guns, which is, is very it, strange. Is it a book? <laughs> Must have been, yeah. Based on the story, short story by Annie uh, Pula, P-R-O-U-L-X. He also did Gemini Man, and I hold that against him. Yeah, no, I can, that, that one I can give you. Did anybody ever see that uh, Billy Lynn's, like, long walk, long halftime walk thing? Uh, no, I didn't. You know why I didn't? And I remember talking about it on Movie Podcast Weekly. I was immediately turned off by the length of the title. It's it's the much. same reason I've never seen uh, Push based on the novel, or what a Precious based on the novel, novel Push by Sapphire or whatever. I've never seen that either because uh, the, I'm I'm instantly turned off by that title. That's fair. I was also instantly turned off by the emancipation of one Harley. That seemed too much for me. That's a lot. No, I'm totally about it. The other one that I... The longer the title, the better, even. Really? Oh, yeah, for sure. And like did the Ice Storm, too? uh, The Assassination uh, of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. It's a great name for for anything. That's a terrible name for a movie. What's, uh... Who's What's, uh, Mac's name? Mac, uh, from, um... Chip. Always Sunny in Philadelphia. He's working on a new project that... I've been wanting to check out for a while. I think it's called like Raven's Banquet. Yeah, no, 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 something, he, uh, something, something. He is like the tech developer, right? Yeah, it's called Raven's Mythic Quest Banquet. Raven's Banquet, and yeah. it's about this um, group of like video game developers, uh, like AAA big time video game developers who have come up with this like amazing hit game. And all of the people that work on the game absolutely despise each other. And it just seems like a brilliantly niche comedy series that I want to check out. Well, he plays it's on Apple TV. So he, he plays like the leader guy. He plays like the head developer, the guy right. who like owns the company and mm-hmm. everybody fucking hates him. Yes. He's just a fucking asshole and it's great. And uh, not a bad cast, too. Uh, Bob Mickelheeny, that's his name. Our man, uh, Danny Pudi, uh Abed, is in it. Really? And a yeah. uh, uh, friend of the show. Um, 1985 Best Actor winner. Uh, John DiMaggio. F. Murray Abraham. Oh, my next guest. Yeah. Cool. Bet, you didn't, bet you didn't know that old F. Murray Abraham, friend of the show. 
Yes. <laughs> and he won for what movie? Anybody? Anybody? Amadeus, maybe? Amadeus. Is that right? Amadeus. That is correct. <sighs> Jake Johnson's in this episode. I don't he was think in that's Star Trek. Oscar winner. Insurrection. Yeah. I did not. Not an Academy Award winner. <laughs> Rob, have you ever seen Days of Thunder? Mm. If I have, it was many, many, many treat, moons. Treat ago. yourself sometime. Mm. I, no, I, I'm actually. I'll back his play. It's a. It's a, a pretty damn good movie. I actually went through. I specifically went to Rotten Tomatoes to find the worst review on Days of Thunder there, and I've linked it for you guys in our Discord, but. Um, my favorite I don't want, I don't part their negativity is the life. beginning of this. Um, cars, 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 vroom, 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 crash. Tom and Nicole have sex. Cars, cars, vroom, vroom, crash, vroom. And man, I feel like that just so succinctly summarizes that, I was any NASCAR movie. And then it, it says there, much, it says there, the, you've just seen Days of Thunder. <laughs> But you've missed um, how much more nuanced to that movie is there than exactly what I just read to you. Well, the, I don't think the movie's about well, nuance. You're, you're going to miss uh, a little bit of uh, Harry. I almost said Harry Dean Stanton again. <laughs> Harry Hodge, Robert Duvall giving some classic Robert Duvall speech, which is excellent. And then Fred put- Thompson doing some scenery chewing, which is classic. <laughs> Put it's, special tires on her, Cole. And and Carrie always basically playing Dread Pirate Roberts. He is. Behind he plays, the he he plays Dread Pirate Roberts. That's exactly who he plays. Yeah. He it's, plays it's like. Well done. He's like smarmy and, and yep. cocky and just overacts the shit out of it, but in a in different way. <laughs> I fuck. I dig it. I have it on like digital video discs somewhere. In the house. I love this here. And sure, we have to suffer, suffer through the down-home Southern wisdom of the likes of Harry and Fred Thompson as Joe Don Baker as a NASCAR official and my beloved Carrie Owens as the villain yet again. But Top Car, I mean Days of Thunder, is the most fun I think I've had watching testosterone-addled boys bathed in a golden American glow like they're in an Old Spice commercial wallowing in cornball male bonding. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's, that, that's the one. Fuck yeah. That guy, that guy fucking nailed it, man. What a great... That's very succinct. What did you do? You went to Rotten Tomatoes, Rob? Is that how you find that? Yeah. Rotten Tomatoes. Pick me a, pick a movie. Let's find the fucking, the, the, just a terrible review. Uh, M. Night Shyamalan's Avatar, The Last Airbender. Avatar, The Last. It might just be The Last Airbender. M. Night. Did you know that M. Night Shyamalan stands for Monday Night Raw Shyamalan? Did you know that? <laughs> Does his mother pick that name? Checks out. M. Night. It's an old family name. I cannot spell Shyamalan. Can anyone? Are there other Nick M. Night? Top of your head. <laughs> no, I thought I could Me? type an M. Night. Yeah, yeah sure. Just... Uh, S. H. A. M. Nope. Next. No? You're wrong. Next. I thought I could go to just type in M. That's Knight. wrong. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm pissed. Here we go. You can try again if you want. Don't look it up. Okay. Though. I won't. Um, is the SH right? Mm-hmm. SH is right. M? Nope. Next. Damn it. I. God, you stuck in this game. Nope. It's not an A. It's not SHA. Nope. E? Nope. If you go through the whole why? alphabet, you'll eventually why? get it. Is yeah. Why? Well done. Oh, the fucking devil's vowel. S H Y A. What was that? 
M-A-L-A-N? Yes. Yeah, fuck you, Shamadai. I always think of M. Night Shady Boy, which is, I think, another <laughs> thing that we did to it at some point. Shy Amalan. Shy, Shy Am Allen. Yep. Shy Am Allen. I love this review. Shy Amalan is your trickster guide on a journey into nothingness from which only your soul dead shadow will ever return. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we doing more of that? I don't know. Oh my God. We need to create just a, well, HB Quaid needs to be our go-to nom de plume for everything. Oh yeah. yeah. That's our, we're copywriting that from the actual HB Quaid. <laughs> from which your <laughs> your your soul dead shadow. Uh, this film is an unmitigated disaster, a putrid patchwork of the original series stitched together by wretched performances, bad creative decisions, and a story that's all exposition and no depth. Wretched is such a fun word. Mere words can barely describe the sheer inanity on display. <laughs> <laughs> well, we need to write Uns- reviews uns- on Rotten Tomatoes apparently unspeakably bad dialogue delivered by excruciatingly bad actors in a plot so illogical and stupid it kills unicorns <laughs> <laughs> like fucking Voldemort <sighs> that's awesome Jesus I wish I didn't like scroll. I have to like have dead air time fucking scrolling through these to find the good ones. Is there a website that just posts like awesome, bad reviews of movies? Mm, You know what website I bet does somewhere? Reddit. (laughs) I'm sure. Bad movie. After the first five seconds, it seems as if you have been watching it for around two and a half hours. And that this time has passed in four and a half days. <laughs> That's so fucking great. Oh, here's a great name or a great word. Far from the catastrophe, the U.S. bewailed, but still disappointingly wow. clunky. Bewailed. Is that even really a word? B-E-W-A-I-L-E-D. Bewailed. I'll allow it. Express great regret, disappointment, or bitterness over something. One is bored and stupefied by what seems like an eternity of vacuous spectacle, cod Buddhist tosh, and clunking dialogue. Cod Buddhist? (laughs) Yes. Like the The fish? The old cod Buddhist. (laughs) The fish of enlightenment, no less. There it is. There it is. The best part about it is for just so you know, that's going to be the show title this week because that means that means back to back weeks will be the donkey of nuance, the fish of enlightenment. (laughs) As if we're putting together our own, as if we're putting together our own fucking horoscope. Like what year were you born? Oh, oh, 83. Mm. You are a donkey of nuance. You're such a donkey of nuance. You're such a nuance donkey. You are, you are such an enlightened fish man. See, that needs a sound drop. We have to have the donkey of nuance drop. <laughs> you are a nuanced donkey. <laughs> Irritate. One guy just says his whole review is just irritatingly stupid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do love that a lot of these guys just think that they use like huge words that they sound like they're a like a professional movie critic. Like bewailed. We had to look, we had to actually see if that word was real. We dumb it down. We use like silly nanny <laughs> in our review that we're gonna do. What movie do we want to put a review on Rotten Tomatoes for? Uh, As a podcast. Uh, what movie could we do? Um, I, I don't have the answer. I need, I need you to come through. Well, I think it has to be. A, let's let's talk about it after the plugs. 
true. Hey, Nick, do you like coffee? Hey, Rob, I love coffee. Fantastic. Boy, do I have a coffee for you. Boy, howdy. It's Player One Coffee. Coffee Fuck by those gamers. guys. <laughs> oh. <laughs> They've got my address. Still waiting on my gift box. But tell the, tell the listeners all about them. Well, it's coffee by gamers for gamers. And you should check them out. They've got all sorts of fantastic brews, such as Leroy Jenkins and other brews. Mm-hmm. So go on over to playeronecoffee.com and use our discount code GeekCastLive. If you order the dark and nasty, maybe they'll actually send us a grinder. Boy, howdy. Hey, Rob, you want to talk about our good buddies over at waywardraven.com? ASAP and Alex? I'd love to. Those are the same My person. ASAP and Mark. also great people split personalities multiple personalities either way it's our go-to spot for cool gear novelties uh signet horsemen exactly Mm -hmm. all manner of horsemen at least four of them uh original projects very cool stuff um longtime friends and supporters of this show we love their work and you can find them and their quality products at waywardraven.com. And you can use our special discount code, Rob. What is it? It's Neckbeard. It is Neckbeard. Go there and you can receive a certain amount of money off your purchase. Check them out today. Right now. Like now. Fucking go. We'll wait. We won't. Yeah, no. Wayward, wayward Raven with a V dot com. Neckbeard. Discount code. Discount code. Neckbeard. Holla. Okay, what movie? I think the movie has to be relevant. Yeah. Right? Right. How? Nothing like super. Okay. So I relevant. Guess not, I, I guess not relevant. But the movie has to be like, I can't say like Manos, Hand of Fate, because no one fucking knows what that movie is. Right. Does it need to be contemporary or do we want to go like in the like the 80s cheese vault? I think no later than 80s. No later than the 80s. Yeah, like nothing from the so, 60s. Like would oh, okay. like no, no earlier then. OK, yeah, oh, sorry. Yeah, no earlier. Would, would the Emilio Estevez, Charlie Sheen classic minute work be something that we would review? Is that I, in our wheelhouse I, or is that too, I love I love minute work or is that not a strong enough film? Is that too much of a strong 6.5 and it's not really disputable? Well, let's see. Uh, it gets. Wow. IMDb has a lot of eights, nines and tens for that movie. That's a bit. That's a bit much. I like it, but that's a bit. That's a bit aggressive. Let's see here. Let's let's look at all the one star ratings for it. That's just angry people. <laughs> Comedy fans, avoid this as you would an oncoming truck. <laughs> this film is dreadful and it shows its age. In fact, it looks older than it is. More like a mid-80s moronic comedy. Whilst I am a fan of toilet humor and can see the funny side of many things, this is comedy at its most puerile and homophobic. The plot is as thin as a supermodel, which wouldn't bother me if only the film were funny. <laughs> there is only one amusing line in the film spoken by the character Lewis. Looks like somebody threw away a perfectly good white boy. <laughs> That's a good line. <laughs> That's an awesome line. No movie that has that line in it can therefore be bad. That's like a, a I don't know, an exemption. <laughs> Writer-director Emilio Estevez shows a definite lack of talent here with his unredeemable supposed comedy. The script is completely hopeless, let alone the fact that it is unoriginal and badly worked. The comedy oh, just does not work. Dicks. When Estevez isn't using poor taste sex joke, he's borrowing used gags and redoing them very poorly. You would think the teaming of Estevez and Sheen would be cool, but uh, it isn't. <laughs> 
I got this at a blockbuster. You did or this review? It's an old fashioned sentence. <laughs> Men at work. I did. I, I got it at a blockbuster. Emilio Estevez was just in a movie. Really? Wow. Uh, yeah, in 2006. Oh, yeah. Just <laughs> in a movie. Um, hell of a cast, though. It's, it's the movie Bobby. 2006. Look that up if you're on IMDb. We should review that movie. Is it about Bobby Knight? It's about uh, Bob Kennedy. Another really? written and directed by uh, Emilio, but an amazing cast. Let's see this. But if we were going to review it, that means we'd have to watch it. Mm-hmm. I'm up for that. Generally I'm speaking, I'm I'm 20 in, and I'm I'm just now at Elijah Wood. Holy crap! Harry Belafonte, just Nick Bobby. Can- I don't even see it. Nick Cannon, Emilio Estevez, Lawrence Fishburne. Heather Graham, Anthony Hopkins, Helen Hunt, Joshua Jackson, David Crumholtz, Ashton Kutcher, Shia LaBeouf, Lindsay Lohan, William H. Macy, Demi Moore, Martin Sheen, Christian Slater, Sharon Stone, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Elijah Wood. Good Lord. Yeah, it's a hell of a cast. Scoot oh McNary is in it. You say that as if that's like your trump card. <laughs> like, oh, well, I wasn't going to watch it, but if. <laughs> oh, shit. Scoop's in it? Scoot McNary's in it. I best tune in. That is, you're right. That's one of the, that's a contender. If we were doing the, if the conversation was give me your, the best ensemble cast, I I could put up Bobby and I, I'd be, it'd be hard to, hard not to go for it. It's not bad. It's long. If I remember correctly. It's like, well, it's only two hours long. Huh. Tolerable. Must not be that good. No. <laughs> it must make you think that you should be, it should be over with by now. Huh. It's that something. Well, that's, that's the, uh, <laughs> that's that. <laughs> so I'll just tell you what I'm geeking on. <laughs> I cut right through that. I finally realized there was an eighth episode of The Mandalorian. So, oh, shit. Uh, really? Yeah. We, we just kind of like it fell off with us. So we decided we we're going to tidy that up in case they ever release a season two. Oh, they, they'll release. They, they, oh, yeah. It's, it's that. <laughs> so, and, and it's bigger. You haven't heard anything about Mandalorian too? No, I kind of got, uh, got lost. You're going my... to hate it. I'm it's gonna be awesome. There it is. <laughs> Boba Fett's in it. All right, I quit. Exactly. I told you you're gonna hate it. Fucking losers. I knew. I I told you. I knew you're. What else, what else? Give me some other news about Mandalorian too, Rob. There was a bunch of other big shit. Uh, uh, so Katano and it. Sabine Wren's going to Sabine be in Wren. it. Yeah. Uh, well, that I can handle as as neat characters who, that haven't already been. I, I would agree. I, I would like to see Four live trades. action versions. Of- who, who else? Uh, who else? Uh, Rose, is, it's Rosar- isn't it Rosario, Rosario Dawson? Rosario Dawson. As Sokotano? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I think that I think that they had also made mentioned that Tamara Morrison might be coming back yeah. to reprise the role for Boba or to, to play as Boba, uh, I guess reprising his role as uh, Django Fett's clone, take any other, uh, any of them. Um, there was, a lot, there was, of, there was a, a lot of news that came out. It's been a while. Uh, there was a Star- lot Starbuck is in it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, as Bo-Katan, uh, one of right. the uh, leaders of the uh, Mandalorians during the Clone Wars. Yep. Yeah, there's there's... A lot. Um, there was a lot of news. It came out real fast. But yeah, you're going to hate it, Nick. Nope. I just uh, caught up on the show for nothing. <laughs> Wasted. <laughs> My time is valuable. <laughs> and I'm still, I'm still sort of geeking on uh, Hamilton and my immersion into that. As usual, a little late, but very fascinated by it. Watched it again with my kids this time, and it's 
So still kind of riding that from last week. Yeah. I've been listening to it a lot. Uh, it's, I mean, it's two and a half hours of, if you listen, listen to it. So you got a nice drive. What I, what I find really cool about that. What? Like if you peel back, I don't, I, I like to like dive into ex manifestations of genius. I just, I think it's a really cool thing. Um, like, like acts of genius, you know, especially that, that was that are, acts of genius? Like, yeah, not like a person who's got like a, you know, massive high functioning brain. I don't, I'm not interested in the person who is a genius, but like, right, but like a large hatchet. <clears throat> correct. Okay. Continue. But to there, if you, if you look on YouTube, you can find there's a clip of like the white house, like, Poetry tribute, two thousand eight, I think. Mm-hmm. It's like a open mic thing that the Obamas hosted, black tie, and Lin Manuel Miranda was there before anybody knew who he was, and he, like, on an open mic sort of situation, like, kind of does like a little comedy bit on Hamilton and you hear everybody like nervous laughter sort of like, what the fuck is he talking about? Like his like explanation of his fascination with this is like five years before. Really? Yeah. Maybe it was 2010. It might've been 2010. But it was like five years before the Broadway thing was ever a thing. And he performs like just as a one man show, he performs the, uh, the Alexander Hamilton uh, song huh. in its entirety with, with the guy who, whose name escapes me, the guy who ultimately directed the Broadway play plays the piano for him for it. So those two knew each other and he was already formulating this idea just as a, a weird one talented dude with a with something bouncing on his head, you know, five years before that ever became a thing, he was writing it and developing and hashing it out. And that director saw something enough in him that he latched himself onto it, you know, early on. But he he finishes it and you know gets a standing ovation, starting with President Obama, you know, but like with like kind of like that wry smile like wow that's weird like what the hell that's really awesome but that's so weird what you just did mm-hmm. so cool uh so to have to just sort of imagine like where he was at with his thinking on that and then to have the balls and the talent to make that like a life passion project and then to see it become you know all that you could ever have dreamed of and more and be socially impactful and uh a, a money-making machine and a part of lexicon and all the things that it is. I find that to be fascinating. Well, what's interesting about it now too, is because um, it very well could be eligible for Oscar now. Because of the Disney release. Yeah. Because it's technically a movie at this point. Is it though? Mm. Like, like a live action well, thing like that? Yeah, I think that's, I think they're like wrestling with it because it meets all the qualifications unless you say like, so what if you film a a theater, if you film a play, it's now a movie, except for the fact that because they of like editing and that's, that's what I'm saying, because they did this over three nights and edited it all together as one cohesive thing. That's where, so what I'm getting at is because of that, even if they say like, we're not going to nominate fucking Hamilton as a best picture, he could win, uh, I mean, original screenplay, original, he would win an Oscar for original song. If, if it was nominated, he would win it. Oh yeah, for sure. So he might, Lin-Manuel might get his Oscar. So I'm getting at, he has his Tony and his Grammy. And so, and I think he, no, I don't think he has an Emmy. Uh, yes, I believe so. But he would get his uh, he would get his Oscar if that was the case, which would be very cool. 
Yeah, so I mean, it's also it's, the amount of the amount of people who did uh um uh Moana that were in that play. Oh, is, really? Uh, yeah, I know he did some writing for that for that movie. I think the guy that played George Washington was had a had, did a had a piece in there as well. I believe he did. Um, also, according the- to IMDb. <laughs> The sex and nudity in Moana is none. In case you guys are wondering, it's not severe. No. Well, Mm. just the one with that big, uh, God damn it. Crab fired. Yeah. But I was trying to say his name. God damn it. Jermaine Clement. Yes. Clement. (laughs) I tried. There was a crab fucking joke there. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. Ryan, what are you geeking on? What am I geeking on this week? Honestly, okay, so um aside from the 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 uh Gunji and the Heavenly Kingdom uh thing. Say what now? I'm not gonna say it again. Okay. Um so Hamilton led me to HBO's John Adams, which led me to uh, the show, and I talked about this last week, Turn, which is on Netflix. I have been, uh, I just finished a book, so I, I picked up David Attenborough, 1776, which is a, it's just a book. It's just the history of the Revolutionary War. It's a tale of it. Um, I have been trying, I mean, I've just been absorbing myself in trying to find all these like bit players of the revolution that I just didn't know anything about. Like Hercules Mulligan had no idea he even existed. Um, and I've been really into this show turn on Netflix, which I'm about to finish. I think I got two episodes left. Um, and it was about Washington's spy ring during the revolution. And, uh, all the, like you want to talk about brass balls on some of these guys. When you start reading, when you start, when you watch like their fictionalized exploit and then you get online and actually read about like, uh, when you're like, uh, Abraham Woodall, who was Culper in the Culper ring, he was like the head spy and you read about the shit that he did during the revolution. It's just really cool. And they are just some laws. Like when they found out that fucking, uh, Jesus, what's his name? Mm. Who's our fucking, who's the world famous t- Benedict Arnold turncoat? Yes. When they, <laughs> the world famous turncoat Gandalf. Gandalf. <laughs> uh, look, it's gray. Now it's white. <laughs> anyway, it's so, it's very cool. And I've been, uh, I've been talking with Rob in the morning at work about trying to figure out if I want to, try to take that time period and make it like a role-playing game or if I want to create some sort of board game or card game where you are like playing the spies. I don't, I don't know. It's, I, that's what I've been geeking on is trying to, in my head, I've been trying to hammer out what that could look like. So, but yeah, revolutionary war. What, what'd you say? There are a lot of fun options there. A lot of cool stuff you can play around with for that. Yeah. Especially cause what are you wrestling with, Nick? My headphones, the ear popped off. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially because like when you play uh, Salem from Facade Games, mm-hmm. you get to you get you get to be like one of 12 characters and all 12 playable characters in that game have they are characters from the Salem story. Right. They're like real people. Um you have at least a dozen people that were either in the spy ring or were like on the British side of the, like the British spies um, that you could, I mean, there's, there's enough history there to draw from that. You could make a cool social deception game. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like you said, like secret Hitler. I think it'd be a lot of fun. So that's what I'm geeking on. Uh, Rob, what about yourself? Uh, let's see. Ashley and I had just finished up the third season of Legend of Korra on Amazon. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, it's the sequel series to Avatar: The Last Airbender, and the third season is definitely the uh, the, the strongest of them thus far. Um, even having some of the like the best moments in uh, uh, both of the series, very very cool. If you liked Avatar at all, and you uh, you haven't give Legend of Korra uh, a go, I would definitely recommend it. Very solid. All right, I. And what about Joe? What do you think he's geeking on this week? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I think we just thought, what he would we have something doing? planned, but he would forget it in this exact moment because we put him on the spot. And then he would go, oh, nope, I got it. And then he would say, like, uh, I've been really getting into uh, um, uh, different uh, garnishes that you can put on a uh, souffle. Oh, I was going to say ecosystems. <laughs> yeah, okay. Souffle. Green, green onions. And there are many <laughs> the myriad of uses. Mm-hmm. And you can, if uh, he's found that uh, coffee filters make for good compost. Mm-hmm. Composting, good for the environment. Who knew? <laughs> and if you liked anything you just heard for the last hour, which I know I wouldn't, uh, and, and you want more of it or you want to help the show out, get on iTunes, give us a five star review, and then uh, type in. Uh, what you think Joe would be geeking on this week? Ooh, that's a good one. And if you're at all right, we'll have Joe send you an autographed picture of himself. And if you want to get a hold of us, go ahead and reach out to us on Twitter or Facebook. All you have to do is look up Geekcast Live or check out our website, violentpress.com. Rob. You made that website. I did make that website. Good for you. Uh, Patreon, hit us up there. I believe it's patreon.com slash geekcast live. No? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and then if you want uh, uh, very well thought out, but a very poorly designed um, merchandise. Um, Haphazard even. Yeah, mm-hmm. haphazardly designed. You can go to gcl.threadless.com. GCL. Threadless.com. I think it's The Rob the Baron shirt is uh, on its way. Just letting everybody know. Hot kicks. St- stay calm. You'll hot be able kick. to have your Rob the Baron. It, we're also. I'm making a hot route shirt now too. Ooh, so everybody knows. You, you should. That's a good one. Hot route. <laughs> Call your grandparents. I've got six of them. Avita Zane. Bye. Bye.